0: Hi, it's Helen Knight, tax writer and presenter at Mercia, and I'm back with another edition of the Mercia podcast. Now, what could be a better topic to discuss on this sunny May day than everyone's favourite tax admin? And I just wanted to give you a brief update on some of the announcements from the Tax Administration and Maintenance Day Which was on the twenty seventh of April. Now, this is a day that HMRC typically release a lot of tax policy proposals and consultations. Uh, In fact, they released eleven consultations and calls for evidence on this day. And they, the idea is they collect the uh, responses over the summer and use those to identify and start developing legislation. So, these consultations, the package that HMRC announced is meant to support HMRC's ambition to simplify and modernize the tax system, tackle non compliance, make the tax system fairer for taxpayers, and to make the customs system work better for traders. Now, this ambition in itself is quite interesting because it comes in the wake of HMRC having announced in the autumn that they were going to abolish the Office of Tax Simplification. And that announcement is one which has been subject to some criticism. Um, In particular, recently, a number of the professional bodies, uh, so we've got the Institute of Chartered Accountants of England and Wales, Chartered Institute of Taxation, Institute of Chartered Accountants of Scotland, Association of Taxation Technicians, and the Low Incomes Tax Reform Group have all got together and written to the Financial Secretary to the Treasury about this abolishment and expressing their regret, really, at the government's decision. And within that letter, they've also outlined the processes that they themselves as professional bodies consider are needed for HMRC and HM Treasury to focus on in the field of tax simplification. And these processes, particularly focused around accountability, so ensuring that someone's accountable for the delivery of tax simplification, including things like simplification declarations in tax information and impact notes. So really ensuring that there is a focus on that every time some new legislation is introduced and also allowing time for the development and integration of systems we've seen recently where rules or particular processes have had to be delayed because taxpayers just haven't had enough time to implement or um they've come in context with changes to rules the particular one i can think of here is making tax digital for its uh, for income tax It was all just a bit too much for taxpayers when combined with the changes to basis periods. The professional bodies are really suggesting that HMRC needs to build in this time to allow the taxpayers to develop their systems, as well as adopting a consistent approach across tax regimes. So we've seen where various definitions are different across different taxes And it would be a massive simplification if some of those uh, were more aligned across those different tax regimes. So, that's come from the professional bodies. What did we have from HMRC in terms of these consultations on tax administration and maintenance day? Well, firstly, always a popular discussion topic and always uh, brings up some quite contentious issues is the off payroll working rules we saw how in the autumn there were going to be some changes to uh push the onus back on the taxpayer and which then got reversed so it is very much a focus and this the consultation that has been issued is at the moment there is a potential overcollection of tax in relation to this non-compliance with the off-payroll working rules. So this arises where perhaps an employer has made an incorrect employment status determination. HMRC challenges it. And in these cases, the deemed employer then becomes liable for the full pay-as-you-earn liability on the income. However, The worker and their personal service company may have actually already paid tax and national insurance contributions on the same income, depending on how that has been withdrawn from the personal service company. So the legislation at the moment doesn't allow for those two amounts of taxation to be set off. And the consultation is broadly around a potential change to the rules to allow that offset which kind of results in a more equitable distribution of the cost of that liability. What we've also seen is a consultation has been launched on proposals around the framework for stamp taxes on shares. So currently there are two stamp taxes which might be payable on a share transaction, which all depend on whether or not that transaction has been undertaken in a paperless way or not. The tax in either event is the same. It's at the same rate. However, there are different rules on what value of transaction the two taxes are taxed on, and also how rounding of the tax payable works. The consultation, one of the topics of discussion is whether they should just have a single tax on securities rather than these two taxes. And that certainly would simplify things from a taxpayer perspective. There have also been two new consultations relating to tax administration, and we've seen quite a focus on data collection in recent months. The first consultation is around a call for evidence on information and data powers and how to standardise data provision from third parties, considering things like pre-population of returns and simplifying powers. The other one is about using legislative sandboxes. And the idea of this is to pilot any changes to the legislation and give sort of a safe environment for taxpayers to effectively try that out. Although we've had minimal details about how what that would actually involve in practice. On this day as well, HMRC also published a summary of the responses to a consultation on improving the data that HMRC collects from its customers. And as a result of those responses, HMRC has decided to move forward on their plans to collect particular data on self-employed start and end dates, employee hours worked, and dividends paid in owner-managed businesses. Although these have come under some criticism, uh, particularly in terms of how these actually fit under this banner of simplification and sort of reducing the impact on taxpayers. Then we saw a consultation is going to be published, introducing a new criminal offence for promoters of tax avoidance who fail to comply with a legal notice from HMRC to stop promoting a tax avoidance scheme. So this was touted at spring budget this year, and it's effectively, where there's a tax avoidance scheme, HMRC has the power to issue a stop notice And it's what then happens if the tax promoter fails to stop promoting that scheme to its clients. The government's also consulting on expediting the disqualification of directors of companies involved in promoting tax avoidance as well. So we can see that there is still quite a focus in the Treasury and HMRC on tackling this tax avoidance agenda, we're seeing increased powers for HMRC and really aimed at uh, how they can tackle this and also increase the penalty for these promoters of tax avoidance schemes. We have also seen a consultation published on the charity sector. Now, charities on the whole pay very little tax. they it well, very little corporation tax. They are exempt on it, on a, on the vast majority of their income. And for a lot of the tax relief they get, they need to meet certain rules. However, it has been seen that those rules are not really working as intended. They can be complex and they can be difficult to implement in terms of the size and the complexity of charities, sort of accounting systems. So HMRC have published a consultation on several areas. So this is uh, includes tainted charity donations, approved charitable investments, non-charitable expenditure, and the filing obligations for charities. Just looked again at. Simplifying those and making sure that charities are being compliant with the rules that they have. There's also an engagement in terms of how gift aid works, trying to minimise administrative burdens for charities through the use of digital technology. So again, this is a theme that we're seeing throughout. How can digital technology be used to improve both kind of in the terms of the efficiency of HMRC in collecting data and also how technology can be used to simplify the burden on taxpayers. Other announcements, there's been a consultation on how the help to save scheme can be simplified. It was announced at Spring Budget that the scheme was going to be extended by 18 months What it's meant to do is to offer working people on low incomes who have got certain benefits special four-year savings accounts which are eligible for up to a 50% government bonus where they can save a maximum of £50 a month. However, I think where this consultation is coming from is that perhaps the scheme is a bit too complicated at the moment for taxpayers. They they potentially haven't had quite the take-up in it that they were hoping. So the consultation paper is really seeking views on how it can be reformed and, to, and simplified to give it a longevity as a key savings product for these working people and to encourage take up in that target group. Other consultations issued, we've got a simply one on simplifying and updating legislation around diverted profit tax, transfer pricing and permanent establishments. Impacts fairly large taxpayers this, but these rules are complex. So I'm sure that any element of simplification of this legislation is going to be well welcomed. We've seen another consultation launched on proposals to improve the customs treatment of post and parcel exports as well. And so that's a bit of a brief overview of some of the announcements from the Tax Administration and Maintenance Day. A lot of the professional bodies are collating responses to the consultations on this. So if you have any views, uh, do either respond directly or uh, you can often respond through a professional body as well. Keep an eye on our blog because we'll be likely publishing updates where responses have been issued to these consultations and any new legislation coming out. Likely that responses are going to start being published in the summer or autumn. So do also sign up to attend our autumn tax updates where we will be giving an update likely on some of these consultations. Thanks for listening. And see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Mercia podcast. For more information on this topic, please visit mercia